From Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason D'Antonio! Yeah! Hey, thank you! All right, thank you very much. Whoa, what a group on this Saturday. Yeah, let's give it up. There they are. That's the Saturday group for you, friends. Yes. These are the people during the tough times that come through for us every day that we are recording for this particular series. Thank you so much. Welcome once again to the Queens, New Yorker. It is episode 75 on this Saturday, April 4th, 2020. And today we are, of course, continuing our trek through the history of transportation. This is part four of our little series. And today, of course, we're going to now jump right into the Robert Moses era, the late 20th century, and the 21st century to give you all of the completeness of this grand area we call transportation. But before we even do that, well, you know, you got to figure that in these tough times, we need a little bit of laughter and a little bit of uh, things going on and stuff, right, folks? I mean, you know, and I found I I I want to share with you a great joke that I think um, stands the test of time for all those New Yorkers out there. This was sent in by Todd Barry, and this is about giving directions. And then, of course, we'll go into the stats, comments, stats, and subs because we got a lot to cover on that too. So. Uh, Todd Berry says, I love giving tourists directions. That's one of my favorite things to do. I'll sometimes offer directions when people don't even ask me. I saw these two women who were clearly lost, and I walked up and go, you need help finding something? She looks up and goes, oh, no, we prefer to find it ourselves. Well, isn't that a weird preference? Yeah, my friend and I have always been passionate about you not helping us. We were talking about that on the flight over, how it been such a shame if we got lost in your neighborhood and then ran into you. It's just so much more satisfying to sift through a 900-page guidebook to help us find 45th Street when we're standing on 4th Street. Oh! <laughs> well, you know. Hey, you could be standing 41 blocks. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I tell you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, when we were trying to go and we're on 45th Street and, and they want to help us find it when we're standing on 4th Street to help us find 4th Street and we're somewhere else. <laughs> How do we get from here to there? Point A to point B, right? Well, that's a that's a good way of looking at it, and we're glad that uh, Todd was able to offer his assistance to two beautiful women. You know, yeah, yeah, give it up for the man who gives the gives uh, 
gives a crap sometimes. You know what I mean? He does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, on on that happy note, on that happy note, I want to let you know that our 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 stats and comments and subs is really taking off. In fact, I had a great conversation with three tuber, YouTubers yesterday in a live chat, and uh, also too from Vistaprint, my my mouse pad came and my shirt that says the Queen's New Yorker on it, which I will be wearing on almost every live. Um, uh, Screencast-O-Matic uh, live presentation and, of course, on Facebook Live during the week. Yeah, I'm going to be implementing uh, something that on the days off that I'm not recording on YouTube. I'm going to go on Facebook Live, especially since we're in lockdown here up until the end of the month. Uh, I've, I've given preference to uh, talking to everybody, interacting, because I feel that we don't interact enough. And now's the time to get on the bandwagon to get everybody behind you. And I believe that that's an important thing. So with comments, stats, and subs, really quickly, um, episode 74, I did a special episode yesterday uh, talking about uh, factual information and the future of YouTube and what we should all be striving to do. That has so far 24 views, 13 comments, which and they were all good. Six likes, no dislikes, which is good because the trolls haven't gotten to that video yet. But the episode 73, a little dry. I mean, I can understand, uh, you know, 18 views, six, 16 comments, though, six likes and a dislike. But then the one on the 72nd, part two, 70, episode 72, up to 35 views, 13 comments, seven likes, and two dislikes. So, you know, it's a little dry, but the watch time, 2,269 minutes. It kind of fluctuates between 21 and 2,300. Total views, 3,865. Subscribers, we are up to 606 subs. Give it up for everybody on the sub platform. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. This is all for you. Oh, yeah. All right. Yes. I, I am truly happy about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Very nice. All righty. So with that in mind, you know, with that, let's go ahead and talk about the Robert Moses era. This is part four of the history of transportation. And get ourselves going here because this will bring us right into the late 20th century, right into the 21st century. Mayor LaGuardia, who had, of course, named an airport after himself, he appointed a dynamic young Robert Moses as commissioner of parks, who in the West Side Improvement separated the freight service of the West Side Line from street life to, to the benefit of both and of parks. Later, Moses extended the parkways beyond previous limits, and after 1950, the federal government's priorities shifted to freeways 
and Moses applied his usual vigor to that kind of construction. A catalyst for expressways and suburbs, but a nemesis for environmentalists and politicians alike, Robert Moses was a critical figure in reshaping the very surface of New York, adapting it to the changed methods of transportation after 1930. And beyond designing a series of limited-access parkways in four boroughs, which were originally designed to connect New York City to its more, more rural suburbs, Moses also conceived and established numerous public institutions, large-scale parks, and much, much more. With one exception, Moses had conceptualized and planned every single highway, parkway, expressway, tunnel, or other major road in and around New York City, that exception being the East River Drive. All 416 miles of parkway were also designed by Moses between 1931 and 1968. Seven bridges were built between Manhattan and the surrounding land, including the Triborough Bridge, the Bronx-Whitestone Bridge, the Verrazano-Narrows Bridge connecting Brooklyn and Staten Island, and was the longest suspension bridge in the world when it was completed in 1964. In addition, Moses was critical in designing several tunnels around the city. These included the Queens Midtown Tunnel, which was the largest non-federal project in 1940, and the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel in 1950. In the 60s, the state took over two financially ailing suburban commuter railroads and merged them, along with the subways and various Moses-era agencies, into what was later named the MTA. In the 70s, the modern New York passenger ship terminal replaced the Chelsea piers that were rendered obsolete by new, larger passenger liners. And since the early 2000s, many proposals for expanding or improving the New York City transit system have been in various stages of discussion, planning, or initial funding. And as part of Plan NYC 2030, which is a long-term plan to manage New York City's environmental sustainability, Mayor Michael Bloomberg released several proposals to increase mass transit usage and improve overall transportation infrastructure. The two major airports in the city are being improved. That's LaGuardia, and it started at $4 billion of renovation in the spring of four years ago, which is, was 2016, with the entire redevelopment scheduled to be completed by 2021, which is next year. Terminals are being demolished and others located so that they are connected to the main building via bridges over the taxiways. An AirTran LGA people mover would also be built as part of the project. John F. Kennedy International Airport is undergoing a $10.3 billion redevelopment and one of the largest airport reconstruction projects in the world. In recent years, Terminal 1, 4, 5, and 8 have been reconstructed. In January of 2007, the Port Authority approved plans for the $78.5 million purchase of a lease of Stewart Airport in Newburgh, New York, with plans to use it to add capacity. The subway has also received several major expansions. The Fulton Center, a $1.4 billion project near the World Trade Center that improved access to and connections between path and subway routes, around the Fulton Street Station, began construction in 2005, and it opened in November of 2014. The adjacent World Trade Center Transportation Hub for the Path began construction in late 2005 and opened on March 4th of 2016 at a cost of $3.74 billion. 
the seven subway extension extended the seven and trains from Times Square to Jacob K. Javits Convention Center, Hudson Yards area, and at the 34th Street Station. Tunnel construction began in 2008, and service began on September 13, 2015. And finally, the 2nd Avenue subway, a new north-south line, was proposed to run from the 125th Street Station in Harlem to Hanover Square in Lower Manhattan. The first phase from Lexington Avenue to 63rd Street to 96th Street opened in January 1st of 2017. There have also been efforts to rebuild and improve commuter rail. The Moynihan Station Project would expand Penn Station into the James Farley Post Office building across the street. The first phase, consisting of the West End Concourse, opened in June of 2017, while ground for the second phase was broken in August of 2017. The East Side Access Project will route some Long Island Railroad trains to Grand Central Terminal instead of Penn Station, with completion scheduled for 2023. The Gateway Project, set for completion by 2026, will add a second pair of railroad tracks under the Hudson River, connecting and expanding Penn Station to New Jersey Transit, Transit and Amtrak lines. Now, this project is a successor to a similar one called Access to the Region's Core which was canceled in October of 2010 by New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. One unfulfilled proposal was the Lower Manhattan Jamaica JFK Transportation Project, which would have created a new Long Island Railroad line from John F. Kennedy International Airport to Lower Manhattan by way of Jamaica Station, but was halted indefinitely in 2008. And although New York City does not have light rail, a few proposals exist. The most viable of the planned light rail routes is the Brooklyn-Queens Connector, a streetcar route proposed for the western shore of Long Island, which was officially endorsed by the city in 2016 and is planned for completion after 2024. There are plans to convert 42nd Street into a light rail transit mall that would be closed to all vehicles except emergency vehicles. The idea was previously planned in the early 90s, and was approved by the city council in 1994, but stalled due to lack of funds and is proposed is opposed by the city government because it was parallel to the Flushing 42nd Street subway line that was the seven trains. Staten Island light rail proposals for the north and west shores have found political support from Senator Charles Schumer and local political and business leaders, but remain unfunded. Brooklyn Historic Railway Association is also planning light rail in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Well, that now brings us to part five, which will be on Tuesday, because we will wrap it all up with the final three paragraphs of the history of transportation. And we will move on from there, deciding what should we delve into next here on the Queens New Yorker. Right, folks? Because you never know what we're going to delve into. Exactly. <laughs> For that matter, you never know. You never know. Exactly. <laughs> it could be a plethora of things. Yes. So, you know, just keep your head up high because nothing ever gets boring around here. Well, folks, we have come to another great end of another great show here. Episode 75 is Finito. And remember, folks, you make this channel what it is. You make it great, 
You make it continue on. You are the foundation of the Queens New Yorker. I'm Jason Ecanio, and I'm wishing you the best of a wonderful weekend, even in lockdown. Remember, be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. And don't be a nut monkey, because nut monkeys never tell the truth. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Tuesday for the conclusion of the history of transportation on the Queens New Yorker. Bye for now. You have been watching the Queens New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio internet presentation. Thank you for your support.